ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts, and The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More proudly bring to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the galaxy. It's been a long week. It has. It has. The Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. You're listening to us on Cardinals FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Check us out at Facebook.com backslash Radio. There's that blue thumb. You click it, it, or actually it's like gray, and you click it, and it goes blue. Yeah. And it says, hey, hitchhiking for a ride here. Come come hop on the Nerd Thug radio train. Yeah, give us blue thumb. Give us blue oh, thumb, baby. Oh, yeah. And then you can see what's going on um, in our boring lives. Blue thumb, yeah. I like that blue oh, yeah. thumb. All the way from the new thumbs. <laughs> you can't rhyme the same word twice. Yeah. Drake does that. <laughs> it doesn't make it good. And Lil Wayne. <laughs> Lil Wayne doesn't do it as much anymore. He got real lazy for a long time. Well, when you have that much money, you tend to get lazy. I would, too. And then he got broke, and then he was suing his daddy for some money. Give me my money, man. And then Birdman tried to kill him, and then they settled their lawsuit. Yeah. Allegedly. I mean, that's how things should go, right? (laughs) That's how things go with brothers. Wait, You love each other, you get mad, you beat the crap out of each other, then you're friends again. You hire a hit that doesn't go well. Right. He hired a hit. It's like, hey, I don't want you to succeed. I just want you to scare (laughs) him. I hired you because you're clearly incompetent. Just don't, don't complete it, but like. But act like you but did. try real hard try real hard but don't don't do the job i guess we should keep saying allegedly to that allegedly allegedly yeah because i mean he didn't go to jail for it yeah because he didn't do anything wrong <laughs> apparently not family squabble you know <laughs> let the court stay out of that kind of stuff man is that right is that how that goes no not at all as a matter of fact it was like because of a lawsuit so the courts were directly involved oh yeah that's pretty bad that's pretty bad for those who aren't totally clear on what we're saying will wayne did sue birdman for Allegedly, at one point, I think the number was going to be a billion dollars, and it was unpaid royalties on all the young money. So there's cash money, young money, and Lil Wayne is technically and in old, charge old of money, new money. Yeah, that's true. Lil Wayne is technically in charge of young money, uh, and he has found guys like Drake and Nicki Minaj and others. And all those record sales and all the producers and all the different guest stuff that was happening, apparently Lil Wayne was paying out of pocket for all that. With the expectation at some point he was going to get a check from Birdman, uh, the owner of Cash Money Records, the mother label to Young The Mothership. And it, it never happened. And so, so it was put out, it happened, now they're friends again. Yes. Now they're kissing on stage. It's a- cool. Allegedly. It's cool. It's allegedly. whatever, man. It's whatever. That's how they do things. It is. It was a crazy story, though, right? Yeah, it's all crazy. Do, do, you remember when it, do you remember when it happened where people were just kind of like... A out. billion dollars? Like, yeah. That's, really? a, that's a crazy number. But then, like, people took sides? Because Nicki Minaj wound up staying with cash money. Yeah, why wouldn't she? That's where the money's at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> called <Right>. cash money. <laughs> yeah, do you want to be the guy getting sued for a billion or the guy suing for a billion? Mm, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Bourbon's like, hold on, let me just go to the vault. Let me grab one of these billion-dollar stacks. Let me just write a check. Here it goes. It's like, uh, I mean, this is probably not, like, a thing to admire, but it's like when they tell the story about... Uh, Noriega was on the run. Yeah. And uh, to stay warm, he would burn cash at night. So he, they were going to like different stash houses where he just has money just sitting. And then he would literally just burn piles of money to stay warm through the night. Like, A, I mean, it's kind of a terrible story, right? You're, you're, you're cold because you're on the run from but the B, law. But B, you've got so much money. That you could literally burn it for warmth. It's like Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, right? DuckTales? Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, that's what he would do. 
that's such a misleading thing. The head dive into a giant pile of coins. Yeah, you would die. Yeah, or you would at least sprain your neck. Well, unless you're a duck. Is that how it works? Yeah. Ducks go under, mm-hmm. everyone else. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm not a duck. so I saw, I saw the show. That's fair. So you're, you're right about that. Never saw a human try to jump in. No, there were no humans. I really wish I'll there also had, tell you something. <laughs> I wish there had been like one human in the show. Yeah. Just to let a, just to let me know where we stood in that universe. Right, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, like even if he was like the town beggar or something, then I'm like, okay, well, humans are the poor people of, yeah. oh, of okay. Duckville. Okay. I got you, I got you. Or like if he's the sheriff, I'm like, oh, we're the, we're the man. We're the bad guy. Yeah. But like, or the good guy, no. depending on how you feel. <laughs> but like, I don't like, there was no humans, so I don't know, I don't know where we <sighs> went. Where we World fit. with no humans where ducks can swim in gold coins. Is that what they were saying? Like without humans, animals would have it so much better? Yeah. That's or like ducks specifically? Animal farm, right? Yeah, but that story doesn't go well eventually. No, it doesn't. Also, that's neither uh, would uh, Ducktales eventually. <laughs> I mean, also that's a symbolism for communism. I mean, if, if let's be honest, if that show continued, like there'd be a special where things just went to crap. What what eats ducks? Uh, everything, humans. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> stupid. What if they're on their own planet and then humans just came in? Like we just, landed, like one yeah. day, like one day a Buick oh. rolls up. Yeah, and look at like, all these ducks. That? Oh, oh, and it's oh, just like no. forty-five. Pop, 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 and we're taking over. Or suddenly, there's like they come across like a statue of a duck out there, and then they hear duck calls, and they're just like, Mwah. yeah, Mwah. and they're like, who, who's in need of help? And mm. then we start shooting them. Bah. We could just give them infested blankets. Uh, ooh. That and that's work. the series finale of DuckTales. That would work as well, right? <laughs> Does that make us the bad guys? In that scenario, yes. Yes, we we're the, the bad, bad guys? guys? Okay. Or we would just be conquering you know, other planets. What, what was the name of the show where the guys who made the duck calls, were they du- uh, Duck Dynasty? Yeah. Were they the good guys or the bad guys of that show? Good guys. They were the good guys? Yeah, they're humans. Okay. All right. Yeah, the humans. They're good guys. <laughs> Is that all it takes? Yeah, it's all it takes in this world. Hey, you're a human like me. You're a good guy. You're a good guy. Okay. <laughs> Someone, man, now I really want to see a uh, one of the, what's that show? Um, the uh, the claymation or the car- robot chicken? Yeah, now yeah. I want to see a robot chicken where Ducktales, <laughs> where d- the humans duck, come to Ducktales. Duck commanders go to Ducktales <laughs> and take over. Like, how funny would that be? Just some four bearded men and like. Camouflage show up with duck calls and, like, and take over the world. Do they? Do they? Maybe that's how they got their dynasty in the first place. Yeah, maybe that is how the old, of, how the old dynasties happen. A lot of gold coins there. That's true. Man, you discover a pile of gold coins and you're the king of Duckville. And you invented a duck call. Okay, now this is something I would never do. We always have the TV on when we record, and it's some sort of unknown, unexplained file. I always have it on like weird X Files type yeah, stuff. Do. It's boring stuff to me. And this person is cave diving. Yeah. So they're in a cave already, and then they found water. So this person put on a wetsuit, and they are now trying to see where the water goes. That's the most dangerous thing in the world to me. There's not sharks there. I mean, what, but, like, look. look. Look at this drawing. If you were to go down, and then you go, like. Seems like a cool video game. <laughs> it seems like you right? would die. Would you, though? I don't, I I don't mean, think. You just swim. Don't, don't get an oxygen tank. I don't, are they You're detecting good? radiation? Are they all going to get cancer? Yeah, that's exactly on? what's going on. But like they've they've done the things where people disappear in like diving cave systems. Like it's the most. They tell divers not to go into caves. They do unless you're a trained professional, right? So imagine how do you become a trained professional in cave diving? Like that first one's got to be pretty brutal. The same way you're a trained professional, like at trapeze. 
Like just yeah, <laughs> it's a one-time thing. <laughs> I was yeah, you know, I, Titans, big yeah. fan. Yeah, and so like, when I was watching. I was sitting there watching, you know, the Flying Graysons. I was like, man, like you can practice for that all day long, but like then you just got to do it with no like no safety harness. Like, so just go for it, man. It's nothing like it, but it's the same concept. When I was in You're high school, a car, I did theater. And so, like, you do rehearsals, and you rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse, and then one day everyone shows up and sits down in the audience, and you have to go do it for real in front of a bunch of people. And How is that anything equivalent to cave diving or trapeze? It's nowhere near, it's not dangerous, but it's the same concept. Like, you don't get to, there's no redos, you can't go back, you just have one to go out and do One day you learn how to drive it. a car, and then you just go do it by yourself. I don't think everyone's even learned how to do that. I, I see some people. I don't people. know how you just... Just uh, described and compared cave diving to theater. Because there's no mulligans. You can't, un- like, if you mess up in theater, you can't go, hang on, let me do that again. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say the line again. Sure you can. No, you can't. Yeah, you go, line. <laughs> line. This would be the worst yeah. play ever. Like, hold on, stop. Stop. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> We're going to run this back. We'll be back. You, you could run that back. <laughs> Once you jump into a cave, there's no running that back. There's no line. You know what I mean? Like, be honest. Technically, if you went to a school play, right, and it was a high school school play, and you got out there, and the first five minutes, it was a total disaster. I could see a teacher walking up like, we're going to take five minutes reset and start this over. No. It's weird, but it could happen. I if mean, you I- jump into a cave to dive... There is no, like, you know what, let me try that again. No, you're already there. I don't, you, listen. You can't redo it. We were taught the show must go on. You don't stop the show. I don't care what you were taught. It can be stopped. That's just it, a figure of speech. Yeah, Once you jump into a cave, <laughs> you can't just say, you know what, stop. Let's try that again. No, you're already there. You are already in but the But you cave. could at any point just go back the way you came. It's constantly no, going you, the uh, you could. You could come back out, but guess what? You've already gone in. You can't take that back. You can't take back the fact that you just jumped into a cave water. So, so you can't take if you're a trapeze guy and you go for it and you fall and die. Can't run that back. No, I'm that done. one you can't go back. I'm the, done. Trapeze, you jump into a cave. Trapeze is literally one way. Cave diving. If you go back the way you came, but if you jump into a cave dive and your oxygen tank goes kapooey, you're done. There's no running that back. All right, that's fair. Line. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but there, you could. You could. You could. In you know theory. what? This isn't working. Hold on. Time out. We're gonna we're, you know, we're gonna take a five minute break. We're gonna we're gonna reset and we're gonna start this play over. Like, that would be the most embarrassing man, play ever. That'd be my that that I am now gonna go back and teach theater <laughs> just so I can make that happen. <laughs> I'm gonna get out there and the play is gonna be going great. And I'm just gonna walk out. Time out. Time hang out. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. This is a bucket list of mine. <laughs> we're taking a five. This is a bucket list. <laughs> We're starting over, and then when that plays over, I'm going to walk in the principal's office and be like, I retire, I and I'm done. Director K needs to swap this out. We're going to do this one more time, guys. <laughs> time. Line. This, this has been a Joey Savage production. Exactly. <laughs> this has been a NerdTug Radio production. We're going to take a five, come back, and restart this thing just to see what happens. And then I'm going to be like, F you, Corey. I proved a point. And then I'm going to walk to the back. Who's right now? Yeah. Who's right now, mother? Oh, wait. We're, we're in high school. We're in high school. Stupid. I don't think I can, that could happen. I don't think you I mean, I could pause it. I could totally restart it. <laughs> I do whatever Stupid. I wanted. Stupid. Whatever I wanted in that. Now, the trapeze is definitely a one-time only thing. That's I, a one-time. I give you, you jump that. and go. You jump and go. Skydiving's the same way, right? 
Yeah. It's the first time you're attached at the hip to somebody, but still. Is that better? It Like, if the shoot's not opening and now there's two of you strapped to each other, is it somehow better? Yeah, at least you can talk to someone as you die. That's the thing I don't understand about the tandem stuff. Like, yeah, it's so he pulls it for you and blah, yeah. blah, blah. That's what she said. But if you if you die, you now really die. Yeah, I mean, is there a difference in dying and really dying? Well, I've read stories where people survive skydiving. When they don't pull their chute from 80,000 feet? I mean, I don't know how high they jump yeah, from. I don't think high. it's 80,000 feet. But, yeah, they like I've read stories like, oh, neither chute opened or they popped out but were tangled and they had to release them. Well, that's different, yeah. But, I mean, I don't, if the chute just doesn't come out, you're not surviving. But, you're not, I mean, you're, you're not going to survive with two people there or one person there. Yeah, but, I mean... At least, at least your family can say it wasn't his responsibility. It was the company's. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna sue the company. That's the thing. If that's you go, what it's for. If you go tandem, your family's getting paid. Right. That's for sure. That's what it's all about, right there. The tandem skydive is for insurance purposes only. <laughs> all right, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, I've got a uh, weird TV show I just started watching. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Before we get going in this next part on this uh, lovely Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. It's getting cold outside. The, the winter is coming. Halloween will be here. Then it'll be Thanksgiving or Slapsgiving. And hey, then how, Christmas. How long do you think we're going to hear winter is coming? Do you think that's going to go away really quick? Or do you think like, do you think it's in the lexicon oh. forever? Oh, yeah, it's there. Like, you think it's never going away? Winter is coming. Yeah. It's so there. do you think like... When your kids get to be their 20s and we say winter is coming and they don't get the reference. Yeah, they're going to be like, what? They're going to be like, why do you always say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely believe that. Now, they are going to do more shows of that, so we'll I mean, see. maybe. Uh, let's talk about my friend, the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. Thank you. Jeez, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was like, why did he the stop? leader of martial arts in the North Houston area. They've got a location in Magnolia, Conroe, and the Woodlands. So if you're listening to this Wonderful, established, popular radio show on this awesome radio station here in Conroe. There's a place for you to train. Uh, they've got programs for the uh, preschool kids, school age, high schoolers, young adults, um, the old fat guys like me and Corey. They got programs for us Yay! if we wanted it. Uh, I'm old and seniors. fat. Uh, it's never too late to uh, jumpstart that uh, 2019 goal that you never got into. You got Listen, a couple months. You're, you're not wrong. We've got a couple months. You've left. got at least ninety days. You've got nine weeks. Really? No, you're out of ninety days. Now. So sixty days at least. Yeah, yeah. at least sixty. 
31 and yes, 30, yeah. so 61 plus, you know. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, yeah, you got about 70 days. Yeah. 70 days to get something going. Or just get a head start on 2020, whatever. It's whatever you feel like. Yeah. Go see the Nerd Ninja. He'll uh, he'll help you out. Uh, they, If you mention NerdThug Radio, they'll give you two free weeks of training. Yeah. Try it out. Like it. Love it. Join it. Live it the rest of your life. Want some more of it? Want some more of it. I like it. I love it. I thought you I were doing it. I didn't know where you were going. I am now. Okay. But at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we teach life skills, we build leaders, and we leave a legacy. I think I really want to start butchering that again. I'm going to come up with a new <laughs> a new one next time. Okay. All right. Well, there you it's go. It's going to be like brand new. He's not even going to know. Oh, that'll go over He again. won't even know. And then he'll change it because like, that sounds awesome. I got to be honest. Your best work is not on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> this whole s- show's been on the fly, and it's been pretty good. Yeah, but I tell everyone that's because of me. No, no, that's <laughs> definitely that's, your work on the fly is comparing theater to trapeze jumping. Uh, you can't Not restart either one. Good, the show yes, must you, go on. You can restart both. So I started watching this new show this week. All right, uh, it's with Paul Rudd. Have you heard about it? Have you seen it? I've seen. Com- I didn't know it was out yet. I've seen it's commercials. Out. It came out October eighteenth. Okay. Oh, so it's been out a minute. Yeah, it's been okay. out. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, several minutes because you know, at least ten days. Yeah. Less, well, less than 10 days. What's today? Today the 25th? Yep. So it's been out about a week. Okay. About a week right. now. So I won't give away much of what's going on, but I'm going to give you the quick premise of what, what the show is. Okay. Um, it's a Netflix. Everyone should have binge watched it by now. And then we'll, we'll, just, we'll just snowball from there. We'll do it on the fly. Ooh. We'll do it live. So Paul Rudd's character uh, is not living his best life. He's a pirate. He's uh, down on himself. He's a like, hacker. He's just in like a, a He's funk. a geologist. And so there's a guy that he works with who was in the same similar condition who all of a sudden is like killing it, living his best life. So he's like, man, how did this happen? She's like, you got to go to this spa. It's like, okay, cool. So he goes to this spa, pays 50 grand oh. uh, to get his life. And um, he <laughs> wakes up like he thought he died. And so like he's in a shallow grave and like he's got his all wrapped in plastic. Basically, what happens is this company like clones you, and they they change your DNA. So like the best parts of you is it's what remains, <laughs> and you as the clone don't realize that like you're the clone. You're the clone, but uh, something happened with the, the the gas they used, and so the original character didn't didn't die. <laughs> so now there's two of them. There's like living my best life, Paul Rudd, and living my worst life, Paul Rudd. And so I'm only on episode three. Okay. And so uh, but there's two Paul there's Rudds. There's two Paul Rudds and no one knows yet. So one thing I do love uh is some two Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Yeah. So two Paul Rudds is only better. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting like from what I can gather uh by I mean I'm not giving anything away by no, I uh, tell you this but like by episode there's like 8 9 episodes and by episode 3 the world finds out there's two Paul Rudds. Oh, you just so, said nobody knows. So now everybody well, knows. Well, I mean, by episode three. It's not like you find okay. it out in episode eight. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's not a big shocker whenever it happens in the third episode. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, some people are weird about their rules on things. So, like, wh- okay, let's do this. What are your rules on spoilers? Uh, What kind of spoilers? Like? For a TV show, a movie, or what? Uh, just in general rules, first. Well, rules, rules differ. Well, but in general, and you tell me what how they differ for you. So, like, for me, if it's a movie, right? Okay. Like, Spider-Man, I haven't seen it yet. Far from home? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't, I don't understand you <laughs> at all. You're the worst nerd every ever. Time, every time me and the... Well, it's, it's one of those things where I can't watch it myself. 
Like I have to have the kids with me. It's now on demand. Like yeah. you guys are at but your the house. Three of us are nev- like literally the last two months, I don't think we've been home long enough on a weekend to watch the movie where we're all three together. You guys schedule too much stuff. Man, we have so much fun. That's life. not what that is. I'm living my best life right now. That is not fun. I am. It is fun. How is that? F- you are sprinting from place to place. Oh, it's so great. I don't. It is so great. I, okay. Well, we live two different lifestyles. I mean, we you do. like to. You're, you're a hermit, and I'm a I'm a social butterfly. That's fine. I and you're right. I'm I, married with kids, and you're single with no kids. So it, like, you yeah. can't grasp the concept. Forget it. No, that's no, that's part of it. But like, when you describe your weekends to me, and I you're know, like, I'm like. Oh. That's the great part. I describe it to people like on Monday when I go back to work when I have to write to people. I'm like, that sounds a lot. I was like, yeah, it's so great. I'm like, I can't wait till next weekend. <laughs> and they're like, yep, that sounds pretty good. I don't know if they're lying or not. Yeah, they're definitely lying because um, they're trapped in a car with a crazy person and they don't want to. They don't want to tip you off. At that but point. back to spoilers. <laughs> like for a movie, yeah, I don't want to know anything about the movie because it's it's a it's a beginning and end but like a tv show like mysterio's a, the bad guy like a oh, no shit I've, I've read enough i've read enough comics to figure that part out but like a tv show that i've never seen where it's like 12 you know excuse me 12 episodes and the big cliffhanger you find out in episode 11 or 12 like i don't want to know that right but if it's something that happens like early on one two or three well it's not that big of a that's that's not what the show is going to be based upon right so yeah, i'm okay fair. with that you that's know what fair. i mean um, my rule, I don't really mind spoilers cause I'm going to see what I want to see anyway. And in some instances, spoilers have made me want to see something more. I, I can agree with that too. There, there has been times where people say something and they're like, Oh, and then the part where Bruce Willis is actually dead. And I'm like, wait, so he's a ghost the whole movie. Now I want to watch it. And then like, I, I, you know, I watch the whole movie and I'm like, Oh yeah, you're right. Nobody's even talking to him. Yeah, yeah then, that's, you, then you figure it out. Yeah. What happens to me sometimes, so we'll watch TV shows, and we get to a point where, like, all right, we're going to pause it, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, man, it's going to be, like, four days before I watch this again. Like, I need to know what happens. <laughs> so like, I go down to the little Wikipedia and start reading the uh, the synopsis of the next episodes. Okay, I know what's going to happen, but I still want to watch it because I still want to see it happen. Yeah. But um, movies, though, I don't want to hear anything. Just, <laughs> just let, let me figure that part out for itself. Will learns it. But yeah, but back to your your spoiler aspect. I think if a show is based on it's, it depends on what the show is based on. So like in this show, for instance, the whole premise of the show isn't going to be that there's two Paul Rudds that they're hiding the whole time. Yeah, because they can't really hide. Because they're going to introduce that in episode three. The whole premise is going to be how do two Paul Rudds coexist? <laughs> like that's what the show is going to be. That about. makes sense. Um, you know what that makes me think of? Yes, uh, one of my favorite movies when I was younger. It's a Michael Keaton movie, Duplicity. Duplicity, uh, where he was um, duplicated. So he, you know, he's Michael Keaton. He's an architect and, or a construction uh, manager or something. And then he also has a family and all that. And he's like, I can't be in two places at once. And so, like, one of his buddies is a scientist, and uh, essentially, he's like, you know, we could clone you. Like, you know, Ooh. don't tell anyone. And he's like, oh, okay. So he he gets a clone, and the clone does, like, all the work stuff for him. And so then he's at home with the wife. Well, then, like, he decides, like, oh, you know what? It'd be really nice to have some alone time. So he makes a second clone for the house stuff. So now he's got a clone for the work and then a clone for the house, and then now he's, like, he's just chilling out at home or, yeah. like, alone by himself. And then they decide they want help, the two clones, so they make a copy of a copy. And he's sort of um, 
touched, I'm going to say politely, the, the the copy of a copy. Okay. And so they're like, yeah, you know how sometimes when you have a Xerox machine, you make a copy of a copy. It's not as good as the original. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> they're, he's like, yes. And they're like, well, and he's like, what did you guys do? <laughs> and it's so, like the multiple Morty- Ricks. It is. and But it's funny because like he plays each of them very differently. Really? So like the work one is very like butch and like tough guy like he does construction that's what he does yeah then the domestic one is very like effeminate it in hindsight is probably not as kosher a movie at this point in time but like don't get me started but it's funny for because like there's a scene where he's doing like saran wrapping stuff so it stays fresh and he's like you fold this side over this edge and this side over that edge and that keeps all the freshness inside the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) michael keaton's like what have you done? <laughs> what do you think I've done? And then the other, the dumb one, like at one point they're all shaving in the mirror and he has shaving cream like all over his face and he's using the razor. And my, <laughs> Michael Keaton looks at the other dude and he's like, is this safe? And they're like, we took the razor out of it. He has no idea. He has no idea. <laughs> well, it's like this show, I think the, the premise is how it's going to rock. So the one that's living his best life, they decide like he, he, at one point in the very beginning, he's like, I'm going to go away. I'm going to go travel. I'm going to go see the world, whatever. And then he's like, I can't leave my wife. And so he comes back. And so he goes to work during the day while other Paul Rudd stays home and, like, is going to be a writer, I guess. But, like, he ends up just, like, watching porn and drinking and, like, being lazy for a week. <laughs> I and mean, then, it's a good life. And then he gets, like, really hammered. And, uh, and he's like, your wife, she has the party tonight. He's like, oh, you do it. And so, like. Then the whole thing is like one becomes jealous of the other. I think that's what the rest of the show is going to be about is you're living with yourself. And then he's not happy with himself. Right. How do you argue with yourself? I don't know because you already know the answer. Right. And then you already know what you're going to say. Like in a way, if you're arguing with yourself, it's a lose-lose proposition. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely like to see two Corys arguing each other. Uh, it would either be the fastest argument because, like, I feel like there are points of logic that if people can make, then I can completely agree. I'm fine. Like, I want to clone a Republican Corey so that you both have like <laughs> you both are diehard on what you believe, but on the opposite ends. But like, we both feel like it's logical yep, where we're yep, at. Yep. And then you just argue, and I just hit record, and then I make a TV show, and I make millions. Uh, the only issue Line. I would have, the only issue I would have with that is that I don't I don't know where he would. It would have to be a logical fall point that he's on, and I and like from my side, I can't see it. So like, right, but once we create him from he, his side, he only he, sees we'd it. be able to see it. God, that would be a trip. Oh Whoa. my God, that would be weird because uh, he'd be like really sure of himself. Uh huh. Oh God, sure, Corey. He'd probably like change his name in some form or fashion to where it's just like Corey, like like proper, like yeah. prim. What? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he goes by Tomas. Yeah, Tomas de la Gordia. Like he take the Beto route. <laughs> But like on the Republican side. I'm Tomas de la Gloria. Tomas. All right, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we'll talk some more Nerd Thug Radio. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. 
on Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yay! I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget you can uh, contact us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Shoot us a message or just follow what goes on in our meaningless, pointless Exciting lives. Yeah, good save there. On the fly. Kind of thought you were talking about me there. I was um, for a minute, then I, I finished myself. <laughs> See? We just had an Expedia commercial on there. And it, was that Viola Davis? Looked like her, but no. That's her stunt double. Did, so that wasn't her? No. It looked... A, I, I was going to ask you... That's do Vivia you, Davis. The stunt, <laughs> the stunt double. I was going to ask, like, do you think celebrities just do stuff like... Do you think Viola Davis does the Expedia commercial so that she gets free trips? Heck yeah, I would. Okay. If someone came to me, let's say, okay, we're here in Conroe, um, the Freebirds in Conroe. Free shout out, Freebirds, love your burritos. If they came to me and said, hey, will you do this for us, and then we'll just give you you know, Freebird. Yeah, no, I totally, yes, I'm in. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've even told some people, as we've done like ad shopping and stuff before, where I'm like, I'm like, listen, we're very negotiable. Like, I'm almost telling you if you just give us free stuff, we'll... We'll yeah. probably do the end. But like also on the flip side, if I'm if I'm Brad Pitt, okay. Okay. Which I'm Congratulations. Pretty, you got way taller, better looking, and, and uh pretty good run there. Pretty pretty close to pretty good run we, there. You look pretty similar. Oh, okay. But if, if somebody oh. came to me like let's just say like That's uh, news. Uh let's say it's Expedia, right? Congratulations. If Expedia's like, Hey, Pitt, uh I need to film you like in a bathtub with a cell phone in your hand for like twenty seconds and we'll give you like half a million. You down for that? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Well, the celebrities. So the big thing for a minute in celebrity commercials was the was the Japanese commercials, because the Japanese firms were paying like a million dollars because they because you lose a day flying, yeah, and then you spend one day on set and you get like a million bucks for it. Yeah, you know, and I uh, I also wish that um, I could do that. You know, in Venezuela, where you know we're super popular. Because we're big in the Venezuela. We are Argentina. 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 Yeah. Buenos Aires, Argentina. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it definitely is one of those things where I feel like I would do something for the, the free, for the free opportunity. Um, I, I'm trying to think like how low the, like the off, like if Jimmy John's locally was like, I, I wouldn't do a Jimmy John's cause I don't like cold sandwiches. <sighs> I like cold sandwiches. Um, uh, but I'm just, I'm not a big fan of their sandwich. You know what? I'm not a big fan of anybody's cold sandwich. I'll make my own cold sandwich. That's what I'm saying. Like, you I, don't, I, mean? I, don't, I don't... Like, I'm not going to go to Panera and spend $50 on soup and sandwich. Man, okay, so I've never eaten Screw there. Screw that place. I've never eaten there at all. Screw you, Panera. Wow, okay. We took a hard, hard, firm stance on that. I've never eaten there at all. Just because, like, I don't like their pitch, right? Like, their pitch kind of feels like... Like your grandma used to make, but my grandma used to make only breakfast, basically. So like, I just don't like Panera because it's soup and sandwich, and they charge you like fifty bucks. So it's super expensive, and yeah, that's like that's why they think they can charge that because they're char- they're doing like quote unquote healthy. Oh, healthy, healthy. healthy. Mm, it's fancy. I know my kids are always like, "Let's go to Panera." I'm like, "No, 
<laughs> you gonna pay the mortgage this week? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You tell your kids no on something. I tell them now, no, Panera. All now the I don't time. believe you. Now all I think, the time. Now I think this is a lie. And then if we if, if like all three of them, if if Allie and both kids like no, no, I really want Panera. I make it a point to order the most expensive thing I can get possible. So I'm gonna be like, look, we just paid fifty bucks for. Uh, <laughs> we paid fifty bucks for a sandwich and a half and two bowls of soup. You're ordering like lobster bisque and then like filet mignon. Because their whole thing is cuts. like, oh, you can get a pick too. You're like, oh, cool. But it's half a sandwich. Yeah. And like a half a portion of soup. It's like ten bucks for those things. So when you the grand scheme of things, they can spend forty five dollars, and when it's all said and done, they've got a sandwich and a half and a cup and a half of soup. That's fair. I mean, it's not a, it's not a great deal, but also I just that, that's fair for fifty bucks. No, no, I'm saying your 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 outrage is oh, fair. Oh yeah, it is it is fair. Because like I don't really I don't I mean, but I've never eaten there anyway. It's never looked it's never seemed appealing to me anyway. Also, I would never go in a lake where you have to cut uh, a foot of ice off the top to get in. Yeah, I that's not happening. I just and they get the same. I was like, if you really want a grilled cheese sandwich, I'll go home and make you a grilled. That's all they get. Grilled cheese. Yeah, that's weird. I can make you a grilled cheese. Yeah, that's maybe. We'll if go you buy were, a can of broccoli cheddar soup and we'll just <laughs> pour it in a bowl. Maybe if you were a better cook, it wouldn't happen oh this my way. God, my wife is a good cook. Um, so <laughs> the other thing I wanted to get to uh, here is this is an interesting conversation I saw on Facebook. And uh, so I'm in all these like freelance groups and comic book groups and stuff like that. And essentially, I watched this whole dialogue about freelance and, like, what's part of the acceptable process. So I'll kind of give you the rundown of the, the post. and then Yeah, you, can you tell me what's going on. So the guy basically was like, hey, I've got a passion project I want to make. I'm looking. It's paid work. I'm looking for an artist. Um, when, you, when you private message me and he posted, like, a picture of his uh, – if they're superheroes, it would be, like, his team. Okay. He was like – uh, when you private message me, give me your rates and also a sketch of these characters so that I can see how they would look in your style. And then send me a link to your portfolio so that you know I can look it over and all that. A bunch of people got really like upset with that. Um, okay. A bunch of people... First of all, before we go too far, in, where are you on that? How do you feel about just so, that post? So this guy is basically like, I'm going to write a story. Says it's already written, but yes, it's already written. Here's my characters. Now I want all you artists to draw your interpretation of them for free, and show them to me. And then I'll bid to the best, the best one. The the person who I'm comfortable with is going to get work. Yeah, now like he's it. not saying all the artists do it. He's saying anybody who wants this paid job. True. Um. Uh, 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 <laughs> I think it's a way. Uh, I think. By intent, it's probably like him being like, hey, listen, you know, I, I want to work with somebody, and if you want to work on this project, let's do it. But on the back side, I mean, you know artists, they don't want to give their stuff away for free. No, and that's one of the and, things. And, and as an artist, you, yeah. you, you find people's portfolio. It's like, I like that style. Now let's work together. But there is that element of, and this is what he said, and I did agree with this, because there were a lot of people who were being very critical of him. And he was like, well, yeah, but there's a lot of times where – they have a particular style. However, when I when I see them draw my character in their style, it doesn't it doesn't feel right. It doesn't look right, and that's a fair. You're hiring them to like to draw your work, and most people when they do stuff like this, they say, uh, you know, if they're trying to get a job with DC or Marvel, they would they would show them pages of a Marvel superhero. 
They would show them pages of a DC superhero. What is this guy Marvel or DC? But that's not uh, that's not how. I mean, they're f- yeah, they're still freelance nice. artists. Yeah, but still, I mean, like, listen, whenever you're like the top guy, and it's just how. Things no, work, you're right. It is different. You've got perks. People want. But, this is a nobody. But that's why people show like five pages to Marvel. Right. Hey, man, you should hire me for a twenty-two page book. Here's what three pages of storytelling looks like. For right, me. right, right. That I mean, they do. But, a, they but, do spend. But you've also been on the flip side where you you're writing for someone and they've paid you and you write something like, hey, that's not really what I had in mind. Can you change it? Like, okay, well, I'll go back to drawing board. You've been paid for it. Yeah. So like, if you like someone's specific art style and they draw a character, like, ah, oh, that's not how I was feeling. I was thinking this and this. Okay, well then go. Go so, redraw it. So I guess like so here's my here's my rules on freelancing. These are the ones that I try and follow when I when I'm taking on work and stuff like this. Uh, I've been stiffed dozens of times getting started. Yeah. Getting started, there were tons of guys who I did work for who didn't pay me. Uh, there was there were guys who they asked for one thing. We uh, there was one guy in particular, and I'm not gonna name names just because I don't feel like getting into it. His name's Todd. <laughs> and this guy is super dramatic. If he if he even heard me telling the story, he would try and act like I'm the bad guy. Um, but essentially, in the situation we found ourselves, what he posted in his ad and what he then asked me for were two different things, which is, which is already an issue. But I was like, all right, well, look, it was supposed to be steady work if we're good. So like, if he likes what I do, he's like, I'm going to have four or five articles a week. So it'd be a steady couple hundred bucks a week, and that helps build the budget. When you're a freelancer, the goal is once you get your bills taken care of, then you have spending money, but you, you're trying to build regular clients so that you can budget every month like a, like a normal grown-up knows what they're going to make every month. Right. Um, so I was willing to do some – I was willing to make some exceptions to work with somebody who's going to give me regular work. So we go through – I think I did three or four rewrites with that first piece with this guy. And – he kept just, yeah, I mean, he just kept changing things. Right. Like, he just kept going, oh, no. And then he started saying, th- like, performance things where he was like, yeah, you, uh, I don't know that you know how to write, par- I don't know how that you understand yeah, paragraphs. And so then I was like, okay, well, this is a problem. But the reality was he had never made a deposit, and he changed what he was looking for. And so part of my rules have become, if I'm not sure, I'm going to ask for a deposit. If we've never done work before and I don't see that you're an established entity yeah. that does freelance work, I'm going to do a deposit. So, like, right now I'm working with a, with a local uh, – I say local. I should say a small a smaller artist uh, on that I met on Reddit. And the first thing I said to him was, like, listen, when I do freelance work for people I don't know, I ask for a small deposit. This isn't a high-paying job. It's only, it's only a little bit of money, but we still had a deposit agreed upon and we still made it. Yeah. And that way, because the rule is if someone's willing to make a deposit, then they're going to pay when they're happy with the work. Right. That's that's my general feeling on that. That that puts me at ease and that makes me very comfortable with what what's going to go on between us. Um and so from there it's kind of I don't have a I don't have an issue if someone asked me to make if someone said, "Hey, I think in this guy's situation, I think he would probably get better off He's like, "Hey, here's my description." Of my characters that I want, so like, he does have a, a picture posted. Yeah, the guy you're talking about, right? The in this ad, yes, yeah. So he's got a picture of his description of his characters, right? Yes, yeah. And so he's like, if this is something you want to work on, like I would, I would have been like, pick one of the six characters and just yeah, give me do little, one. Don't me, do all of them. No, no, just pick one character. Send me a mock up if I like it, we'll go for it. Or on the flip side, he could have been like, you know. 
something like that we do is you find three or four artists. Hey, look, uh, here's my description. I'll pay you like twenty bucks each. Like, right. draw one. If character, you get it down to a top three, yeah, and then I'll go from there. Right. And and I. But I, I can see as crazy as the internet is, and this is why I hate the internet. Like I hate the internet, and I hate where society is right now because everyone is on their feelings on the sleeve. Like everybody is, and so any opportunity we've talked about this plenty of times. You can put something so innocent up on like a post. And people will start dissecting into something that it wasn't even supposed to be, Absolutely. just because they want to. And so, as innocent as may may him been, like, hey, you know, maybe he's in in our shoes, where like he wants to make something, doesn't have a lot of money to get started, so is looking, so doesn't have the ability to like pay multiple people. Hey, if you're interested, here's what I got. Draw me something. If I like it, let's work. Right. That sounds pretty okay. And I'm willing to pay the person that gets the job. And like that's the thing. That's if pretty okay. If you're auditioning for a paying gig. That you're going to audition most of the time. Like, I don't have an issue with someone saying, right. listen, if I'm willing to pay you, the guy who gets it, can you at least give me a little bit so I know what we're talking about? Right. I mean, I guess on the flip side, if you're, hey, guys, uh, I'm, a, I'm a lead singer. I'm looking for a band. So if you want to join, like, come show me what you got. Like, people are going to come show you what you got. Yeah. They don't join. And they so. probably are going to ask to hear you sing after they play. Right. And so, which is cool. If this guy's already got a description, I'm like, okay. If, if someone's like, hey, I like it, like, can I get a can I if I draw you a character, will you give me like the first page of whatever? I want to see what the story is about. That's I, a fair trade off. I think so. But again, yeah. if you put something like that online and misplace one or two words, oh, people will destroy oh. you because people are the worst. Yes, they really are. And with that, we're gonna jump out to a break. And when we come back, we got one more segment of the Nerd Thug Radio. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Friday is getting popping. Yeah. yeah. Um, so before we jump off and finish this uh, show up, why don't you talk about The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. That's right. Tonight at The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more right there on 1488, they are doing a uh, Magic the Gathering booster draft. It's Honestrad in honor of Halloween, Shadows of Honestrad. The price remains $15, and there's only a couple seats left, so make sure you sign up. Uh, and then tomorrow, they are doing Halloween Comic Fest. There's free comics, free candy, and a costume contest. Prizes g- galore. Um, and then Sunday, they are doing both their D&D Adventurers League from 4 to 8 p.m. And then also from 2 to 6 p.m., they're doing cosplay and crafting meetup. Also, of course, they want us to mention the NFL Player of the Day going on every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's a uh, It's sponsored by Panini, so you got to buy a Panini pack of football cards. There's a Player of the Day and a couple wild cards. You open your pack in the store. If it has a player of the day, you're now entered to win lovely prizes. Um, and then also coming up this Saturday, November 2nd, 
Extra Life, the 24-hour, next Saturday, 24 hours of gaming. Nico and I are trying to work out our schedule. We're, gonna, we're both going to try and be there for the full 24 hours. What are you, you going to make don't it? No, no, yeah. You still don't know? I'm going to check with my agent. Oh, man. Man, the schedules are tight. Let me check with the agent. Uh, but that's all going on at the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More. They're clean, well-lit, family-friendly. They got gaming. They got demo games. They got all kinds of great stuff. You need to go in there and check them out. They hold my comic books for me. They got a pull box. You sign up online, you get 10% off. I don't know if that's still happening. I know I'm getting my 10%, though, and that's really all I care about. Uh, make sure you go by there to the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More right there on 1488. Get your discount, huh? Yeah, I get my 10%, man. I get my 10%. Um, so, also, tonight, uh, it's Friday. It is Friday. Game 3, World Series. <sighs> um, your, your Houston Astros, who are down 2-0, uh, to the red-hot Washington Nationals. Red hot. Okay, so you're a baseball dude. I am. Yes, I am. And I will glad. I listen. I host a sports show, and I love sports. I will say this without a doubt: you watch more baseball than me. I do. Yes. I'm. I'm comfortable deferring to your baseball knowledge. I am the baseball guy. You've watched both games. I'm assuming. Yes, I have. Do you feel like this game is more the Nationals being hot or the Astros just being a little bit off? Um. I. Honestly, it's it's a combination of both. Like the Nationals ended the season real hot. They carried that with them. They are very, you know, looking at them, they remind me a lot of the 2017 Astros who first time in the World Series, it was brand new for them. They were just playing and just playing and with with no fear. And they and they were two years ago we were the team and we were hot. We were smoking. We hot. were smoking hot just like the Nationals. I mean, they and what's crazy about the Nationals, too, is, like, one or two things here or there, they're not even here. Like, they're losing their wild card game in the eighth inning until a ball to the outfield that takes a spin that I think we talked about on the show that doesn't typically happen. Oh, yeah, Hits yeah, Hits the yeah. ground, spins away from the Brewers. Rookie right fielder who should be Christian Yelich, who's not there because he kneecap. broke his kneecap. Yeah. That gets him to the game. Then a grand slam by – or. Down by two to the Dodgers, and they hit back-to-back home runs, and then a walk-off grand slam, and then they just run through the Cardinals, who I don't think were that good at all. But anyways, the Nationals are red hot. They, and, they really are, and I think that sweep I, of the Cardinals really... And I think that's carried over. I think yeah. them being hot, they're, you know, baseball is very streaky. Yes, it um, is. It's a super difficult sport to play, and there's a lot of mechanics that go into your swing, to your pitches, and when you're on, you are on. Like, everything is ticking, and it, it's, it's going full speed. Uh, the Astros, on the other hand, since the playoffs started, they haven't been the team that we saw all season long. It took them five games to beat the Rays, six to beat the Yankees. Now the Yankees, the Astros and the Yankees are probably the two best teams in baseball, and they're and they're very similarly yeah. built as but, far as hitting goes. They but, both have bangers. But when you all these new sabermetrics, all this crap they talk about, and the WAR statistic, um, which determines like. Wins above replacement. Yeah, which determines, like, offensive teams. Like, the Astros are, like, the third best offensive team the whole season. And they have not looked like it at all this entire postseason. I've I've actually been saying in my group chat with my buddies that they're not hitting like they used to. Now they are – they're hitting timely, but they're not hitting well. Right, like, game game two, they, just, they got hammered. But game one, um, 11 men left on base. You, you, uh. you can't – if you they lose by one run in that game, if you leave half of that on, 
that game is a blowout, like ten to five. Like yeah. it's not even close. No. Same thing in the Yankee series. The same thing happened. We did not. We had runners on base yeah. all the time. I agree with that. Our like, pitching totally. got us through the first two series, and the Yankee or like the Yankee, they're, the Nats are so red hot. They hit. They hit they, everything. They've hit our pitching. They really have. And you know, as much as I love Justin Verlander, he's zero and five in six starts in the World Series. Okay, I I saw that the other day, and I thought that was an odd. Zero and five. Zero and five in World Series. Six starts in the World Series. Now, one thing I will say about wins and losses to pitchers, it's not quite as relevant for pitchers because of the way the rules are for who they assign the wins to. If you don't have run support, you're not going to get wins. True. There was that year Roger Clemens had a one ERA and had like five wins or nine wins, something like that. Um, Yeah, run support's big. Um, So, like, there are elements of getting wins that isn't a pitcher's fault. So, I know... The sabermetrics guys have completely, basically moved away from wins losses as a way to evaluate it's pitching. ERA. But here's the thing about about JV, right? Oh, he was JV. Oh, okay. led the league in strikeouts. Yes, but was second in the league in home runs given up. Yeah, he well when you're when you're a fastball pitcher and you work the the plate like he does. And so you know it's um, it's just one of those things like. You, as an Astros fan, you we got real excited because, okay, it's Cole and Verlander, game one and two. Here's our two best pitchers. We're going to be at home, which is, you know, popping, right? Right. Houston's a great place they play. And we're going, we're down 0-2, going back to Washington for three games. Now, the only thing that I can say is if this team gets it together, they're now about to face three pitchers that aren't as good as... No. What the Nats. Scherzer and, and, and Strasburg are, are two just dying. As, they're just as good as Verlander and, and Cole. That was something just I was thinking good. about when they were talking about the matchups. I was like, well, I wouldn't want to be the Astros either. Yeah, those two pitchers are just as good. But Grinky, I think, is better than Sanchez. Yeah, he had that great game against uh, the Cardinals. But, I mean, that Carl's offense is not that great. <laughs> no, it's really not. Um, and then, uh, who knows, Corbin, Patrick Corbin's probably going to be their four starter. But he pitched in game one. Um, so, I mean, how much gas does he really have? Uh, their bullpen's not the greatest. I mean, there's a lot of things to, to be excited. Did I mean, you think it was weird that they used a starter? I think that the Nats, Dave Martinez has never been in the World Series. When you have a lead on the Astros in game one of the World Series, you do it, you do you got to get that, you got to get that win. Okay. You got to get that win. So, you so, think it was a good idea. Now, I don't know, I think it... Had game two not play out the way it did where they didn't have to use a lot of relievers, I think it would have been a bad shot because 2017 we beat the Dodgers the first two games. They unloaded starters and bullpen to help those two games. And by the end of it, they were gassed. Yes. And that's where we came alive. And that's where we exploded so that's all what, That's what we have to do now. Um, but as history tells, 1996, the Yankees were the best team in baseball. They got blown out at home by the Braves in their first two games. They came back and won the World Series. It's happened before. It's, it's, yeah, it's an o- 0-2 down. 0-2 isn't in baseball. It's not as much of a death knell as it is like in basketball. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Um, I, do, I do have this question for you. Um, we're going we're gonna to shift gears away from the, from the Astros. The Yankees finished the decade without a pennant win or a World Series appearance, but won the most games in the 10 years. <sighs> Crazy, right? Does that... They're always there, but they couldn't get it done. In this. So what does that say about this particular era of Yankee? Oh, that's a tough question, right? Like, cause, cause I mean, winning the most games, like you would hang a hat on that, right? Yeah, like, you'd be like, "Hey, man, I won well, the most games this decade." Like, I won the most games, but yeah, you didn't get to the World Series, and you didn't win a pennant. And you didn't win a pennant. Um, so are we saying are they? Are they? Are they? If you look at any other, okay, let's 
take the name Yankees out. Okay. Successful. Really? Yeah. So if you if you Successful. measure if you're so the Bills with what I mean four right. years where they won four like years they won forty plus games but they lost all four Super Bowls but they were there right so like, it's successful though like I mean only one team can win in the end right true and so like you got but base out of six, four tries you got to base success off of like you know over time and so with the Bills you know even though those four years they got there and they didn't make it they were in the Super Bowl only two teams get there four years in a row they were there yeah they couldn't pull it off I don't think that's a failure I mean that's that's successful. I mean, when you get into that big game, every year is different. Same thing with uh, with baseball. That's why it's so crazy. It's every game is different. New pitchers, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but, yeah, if you can go a whole – if the Yankees had in the previous decade's entire baseball won a World Series every – you know, within every 10 years. The pressure wouldn't the be The pressure on. wouldn't be there. You know okay. what I mean? Um, but, yeah, they won the most games. They made the playoffs most, most years. Um, but baseball's a game of streaks. You know what I mean? Like, a regular season and a postseason is different. And when you get into the postseason, you know, things can be um, – how do you, you want to put it? Like with the Astros, for instance, right? Like we've got two great pitchers. Our other pitchers are okay. Mm-hmm. So in a best of game seven, like right where, right where we are right now, our two best pitchers got destroyed games one and two. Well, I mean, are we better than that? It's probably like over the season. Probably. Did they win? Like there's teams that will win the World Series who aren't the best teams in baseball. Oh, for sure. For sure. And it so definitely I think happens. that's the same way. What I do have a problem with, though, as we wrap up here – um, the Astros go down 0-2, right? So you have all these, you know, one thing I hate is, is fans because they don't know what they're talking <laughs> about. Uh, but everybody's like, you're getting mad at the Astros. Like, oh, you're fair weather fans. You're getting mad. You got to ride with them, blah, blah, blah. Hey, listen, it's okay to love your favorite sports team and then be disappointed in their performance. Absolutely. Yeah, they're down 0-2, and yeah, I'm going to keep rooting for them and watch them. But there is nothing to say that they didn't disappoint their fans in Houston by losing both those games. Yeah, no, You can for be sure. mad. You can question why they do things. You can question their hustle. You can question their determination or their want to or their preparation or whatever. Like, they lost both games. It's disappointment. But let's go get the rest. And if they lose, yeah, guess what? I'm still going to be an Astros fan, but I'm going to be disappointed in the season. Yeah. And I think those two can go together. And some people are like, no, I'm going to ride with them no matter what. Cool. I will too, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to criticize them when they mess up. Well, and listen, I got off the Astros bandwagon, uh, I guess almost 10 years ago now, when the when they got swept in the World Series. 2005. I said, oh yeah, that's true, it's even more than that now. I, I, but I remember saying then at that time, like, we left runners on base, that was the best team we'd ever had. Right. I was like, if those guys can't get it done, you're talking about Roger Clemens and Andy Pettit, and I was like... Jeff Bagwell, Lance Berkman, Craig like, Biggio. Well, and Bagwell at that point had been so messed up, I think he did like one at-bat. But I was like, if you can't get that done, then where are you at on this? Right. Like, and then they they, they things, blew that things, team up. Things blew up. And yeah. Then, and they were successful the next year, and then it went downhill. And then 2017, they won the first World Series. But you're right. I love my Houston Astros, but if they don't win this World Series, it is a disappointment the way they play. Yeah, for sure. And you you, you can say that. But I hate this people like, duh, you can't talk bad about them. Yes, I can. Listen, I think the best fans are the ones who can be objectively critical. Absolutely. For the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. <laughs>